boys are boys from the beginning. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. If you were born a girl, you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. Only girls can be the mommies. Only boys can be the daddies. Your body's fancy, and so is mine. Follow the Financial Guys on social media. Financial Guys Media Network. Is that, is that the intro? Ooh, that's a cold <laughs> intro. <laughs> welcome. welcome. Hey, hey, good afternoon, everybody. Financial Guys, live live in studio. I've got a pair of Social Security experts with, with me as well, Mike uh, Hayflick and Ron Reinstein. I'll give you guys uh, three guesses if you can tell me what the name of that song was. <laughs> Do you know? Oh, my. I, well, well, wasn't that Mr. Rogers? It is Mr. Rogers, That's but there's thought. actually a name but for the, the song. Name of the song, I don't know. I was just going to say he was it's just spewing Everybody's a lot of Fancy, Everybody's Fine. That's the name of the song. Oh. Hmm. Nice. That's yep. very nice. Everybody's fancy. Get... Everybody's fine. That's right. That's, uh, I've been watching a lot of uh, Mr. Rogers lately. No, oh, good yeah. for you. <laughs> uh, like stress no. relief? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. no, no. Is it just to remember times when they were better? Yes, exactly. Just to reminisce about when you know kids were actually allowed to be kids as opposed to you know right. middle of Pride Month here and we're you know mm-hmm. rainbow everything. It's just you know everything's yeah. got to be sexual nowadays. Like I don't, everything. I don't ever introduce myself as heterosexual, Glenn. You know, just Mm-mm. well, you should he, It'd he be him. a strong flex. Be a, <laughs> <laughs> it would be a strong flex. <laughs> he him. Yeah. I joke about that in the podcast. But uh, no, I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, the times times were better when, when kids were allowed to just be kids. It just seems to be um, the world is changing, I, and I, I hate to say it, not, not for the better. This week, I'll start with this. This week was the 79th anniversary of D-Day, the same week that for the first time in our history we indicted a political opponent and former candidate on, on completely bogus charges. I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, i got to start with that. I mean, what an absolute joke. They will do everything possible to not allow him back into the White House. Mm-hmm. When he threatened Hillary Clinton with, you'd be in jail, he should have followed through. Because I don't, I don't, think, I don't think the Trump family, I don't think anybody totally understood the threat that Hillary Clinton and people like Obama and the deep state, the CAA, mm-hmm. you know, really are not only to the right, but I think to just America in general. And when when and I've been saying this now week after week, when the most powerful uh, senator at the time, right, Chuck Schumer, who was the Senate Majority Leader mm-hmm. of New York, said, "You don't ever go against the intelligence community because they have six ways from Sunday of getting back to you." Now you're supposed to be the oversight. The Congress is supposed to be oversight for these committees, right? right? That is how our government is designed. And for a senator with that kind of power to say, oh, no, 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 you don't dare go against the CIA. What, is that? what does that say? The more I learn and the more I find out, the older I get, the more disgusted I am with our government. Not our country. Make no mistake. Liberals are disgusted with the country, but they love the government. See, I love the country. But I'm not so fond of our government right now, and I and and haven't been for quite some time. And the Republicans are just as bad. They're in on it now. They figured out that well, hell, we might as well just we, if we can't beat them, join them. So we might as well just get equally as wealthy. And there are several 100 million dollar plus net worth of Republican congressmen and senators, just like there are on the left. Right? It's just that's not the way it was supposed to be. 
Yeah, Republicans, I think, just want to know what, like, what's our piece going to be? You know, what are we going to sure. get out of this? That's it. And and they're all in this sort of theater together, right? Like, what role are you playing this time, Chuck? And and oh, Nancy, when do you come in? You know, when do you come on stage? And you know, it really does seem like a lot of this is scripted. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. It's a uniparty. It's a uniparty. And it's yeah. definitely, it's like a uniparty against Trump, too. I mean, it, it, I don't see, I don't they see a wave him. of Republicans saying, oh, my gosh, this no. is a travesty. You no. got the Ted Cruz's, you know, right. throwing some comments out. Vivek Ramaswamy, I mean, he's, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis had some very kind of vague kind of, you know, uh, I don't know, like a message about it, but not... it's a uniparty against us. It's not just mm-hmm. Trump. It's against mm-hmm. everyone else. Yeah. Look yeah. at what they did three years ago. You think you think that's going to be it? Yeah. You know, well, look stay at... at home for a germ. Mm-hmm. But right. well, that's coming again. Yeah. I guarantee you mm-hmm. that. And I've got some uh, some clips, some sound clips today that we can play of uh, uh, the WHO out there again talking about you know they're look at the, it's just because they didn't get the the full scale vaccine passports the last time mm-hmm. doesn't mean that this stuff goes away folks they are absolutely that's still there it's pending it's they're they're just ready for the next virus to be launched they're not and i mean and i mean off. launched i i mean that i i honestly mean that mm-hmm. um and so they they can impose whatever restrictions they can Everything that they're doing around the world, world governments, I don't care which world government it is, whether it's the New World Order and Klaus Schwab. Oh, the Germans Mm -hmm. are there again telling the world how to live. What a surprise. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where have I seen that before? Twice. (laughs) Right. I mean, in all seriousness, like, Mm -hmm. you know, why, 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 you know, why, why should we have a one world government? It's outrageous. So on the one side, you've got the Klaus Schwabs and you've got the uh, European Union that are shutting down farmers and, and, and shutting down farms and euthanizing animals. On the other side of the globe, you've got the Axis, which is, you know, the, 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 the Russians and the Chinese and the Communist Party uh, that, that has the same ideas in mind that the New World Order has. But they just do it with a little bit less, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the little less yeah. stealthy. They just put you right into a prison camp if you don't <laughs> right. go along. And in, in our world, we just say, well, we have to do a lockdown for everybody else's health or we'll shame you to death and, and we'll crush your business, right? Mm-hmm. Or we'll use the power of the bureaucracy to, to level fines and, you know, uh, take away your, your, your license to, to operate or take mm-hmm. away your, uh, you know, your, your liquor license or whatever it might be. What's the difference? You know, I, I mean, honestly, it's just it's sad where we've gotten to with the size of the government and what they're able to do to its own citizens. Right. And, and that for- was exactly what the Constitution was intended to prevent. But don't forget, too, we got the uh, Fourth Circuit now hearing COVID. Kathy's mm-hmm. argument for having quarantine camps in New York State. Mm-hmm. Again, you well, want to talk get about it. an eradication and due process. There you go. She'll get it. Look, they again, for those that say, oh, come on, you you got right wing crazy conspiracy. Folks, they did it in Australia. Go watch the videos. They did it. right? I'm sure you, our listeners know that. Right. But for, the problem is, is that the people that don't listen to shows like this, they don't know that. Right. Those that, that didn't get played on CNN. Right. That mother that where they where they ripped the mother away from the from the baby that was clinging to her arms because she tested positive, even though mm-hmm. she felt fine. So they could drag her off to a covid camp in Australia. I watched that video. Mm-hmm. But how many others watched that video? Not many, probably. I, right. I not not certainly any too. on the left. No, no, that, that, that's all. It, it's just, th- this isn't made up. This is happening. This is what they want to do. And if you thought, you know, no, that's, and I think that's the other part of it too, is especially with the jabs, is they expected every, 
excuse me, everyone to roll over and go roll up their sleeves, no pun. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it. And, yep. and that's the thing is if you want to take away rights, you can't do this, you can't do that. No problem. You don't need to get my money. And if people have half a brain, it's like, all right, I'll find something else to do. Problem solved for you. Thanks. Well, now they yeah. want to reconcile. Now they're like, well, nope. let's just hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Kumbaya. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've played videos on this show and our podcast where you, you, you said you shouldn't be able to go to work. You shouldn't have a job. You mm-hmm. can't go to the store. You remember that? Yep, remember, yep. I remember, was that Oliver Darcy who said it that way, right? I remember, remember uh, what was that, uh, Dr. Uh, uh, was it Lee Wei? What was her name? What is her name? Uh, Leanna oh, Fang. Is it Leanna? No, not Leanna Fang. Not or, Fang uh, Fang. Leanna um, Wong. Yeah, Leanna went. Yeah. Leanna. No, I think it's Leanna. Doctor something. Whatever her name is. Remember, she's, she was. She was so CNN's that Planned Parenthood fired her. She wanted everybody to be able to. If you weren't vaccinated, you should not be able to leave your house. That's what she said. So you know, if they can find a way to restrict your travel, I mean, what mm-hmm. what is freedom if you can't travel? Oh, I'm free to do whatever I want. Not if you can't move more than two kilometers from your house. Again, I use kilometers. They did that in Australia. Literally, they said you cannot move with the more than two. You want to go out and jog and exercise? Go jog around your house. Do circles around your house because mm-hmm. you can't go more than two kilometers. And if, if you do, you have to identify the one person you're allowed to travel and see. Remember that? There was a mm-hmm. mother who couldn't go see her dying daughter in the hospital because that the daughter wasn't on the, the list. Like the, the elderly parent had to be on the list. That's what they did to people in a, in a formerly free country like Australia. Now, our neighbors to the north... Those that can hear this show, similar things happen there, right? They didn't like the truckers uh, protesting, so they just decided to take you know bank accounts of people, right? They took away people's insurance, right? They crushed their loans, so they had to pay things back, and they lost their their, their livelihood in their trucks. That's what Trudeau did. Now Trudeau was on record, you know, a decade and a half ago, saying, "No, no, no, <laughs> a registry, no." No, that's not a precursor. Some would say that's a precursor to taking guns. I can assure you in Canada, it's ingrained in our DNA. It's part of our culture. Nobody's going to take your guns. A decade and a half later, yes, we have just been you know, able to pass a handgun law that is the best in the world, right? No, no, no new handguns. You can't transfer a handgun. You can't purchase a handgun. You can't sell a handgun in Canada anymore, right? So basically, if you got one, you got one. That's it. When you die, it dies with you. How do they do that? Well, they did that with the registry. These folks, these politicians, I don't care if they're in our country or New Zealand or wherever else, they lie right to your face each and every time. Remember the New Zealand lady? You can only trust us. Just trust us. Yep. That's yep. You, we will be your single source of news. That's all you have to worry about. Right. Uh, anything else, you know, just ignore it altogether. In fact, and I think for I entertainment, watch The View. That's right. <laughs> we will continue to be your single source of truth. Right there. We will continue to be your single source of truth. Mm-hmm. Right? Honestly. Because that's the government outrageous. Cares. They care about you. Yeah. In other words, <laughs> they don't. They, they no. want you dead. No. They want it all. They want to pillage everything you have. Yeah. They want it for themselves. They do not care about your existence, mm-hmm. your being, your safety. Not at all. Well, New York, especially with your safety. I mean, that was it. We're at that seven, eight uh, shootings this uh, this past uh, uh, week in Rochester. What are we at now? What's what's the what's the what's the uh, what's the shot count in Rochester now? You can almost do it like a uh, like a fundraiser where you just seem to have a, a, a you know <laughs> right. a victim count. It's it's on, it's out of control. It's it unreal. Really All those legal and, guns and, too. And they're talking about putting in a clean slate rule. 
Like, clean slate rule. I mean, are you crazy? Anyway, we'll talk more about that. i got to take a break here. All right, if you want to join us, we are live in studio, 844-434-4TFG. Again, 844-434-4TFG. We'll be right back. You've got the financial guys. Glenn Wiggle in with Mike Hayfleck and Ron Reinstein. If you just throughout the week, by the way, you can reach us at the office, 833-FINGUYS. We're going to our website, thefinancialguys.com. All right, very short break. We'll be right back here on Financial Guys Media Network. You're listening to The Financial Guys. 25 years on the radio, now on the podcast. There has certainly been no shortage of material. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Hayflick and Ron Reinstein in the studio. Mike uh, Lomas will be back next week. And uh, as the promo mentioned, 25 years on the air. It's hard to believe, folks. Um, <laughs> and this year we'll have completed that 25th year. So it's uh, it's really been an amazing ride. I honestly, I signed on for two years. I, I really did. I, I thought, you know what? <laughs> I was tw- I was early, mid-20s. We were at Payne Weber. It was like ninety nine. I remember mm-hmm. Mike saying it like late ninety eight, like mid ninety eight. Mike mm-hmm. said, "You know, we're doing a ra- we're going to do a radio show." I said, "Okay," <laughs> and so we did. You know, we got it all together and, and figured it out and, and started the show in, in um, ninety or January ninety nine, late ninety eight, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I figured, you know, I'll, I'll do it for a few years and I'll get the business going and I'll, I'll get my Saturdays back. You know, and <laughs> here I am, twenty five <laughs> years later. I'm fifty one now and uh, <laughs> still here live yeah. on a Saturday. If you if you want to join us, folks, we it's open mic session. Not, you know, I've got uh, some stuff I do want to get to and uh, mm-hmm. do have some guests that are going to join us. Mike Spraza is going to hop on here at the one forty five. Charmaine is going to join us at two thirty. Talk about the uh, small business plans. But you too could join us eight four 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 three four four TFG again eight four 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 three four four TFG is the uh, number to get a hold of us. Uh, before the break, guys, we were talking about the. Um, we're, I just about to mention the New York Clean Slate Act. We talked about this in the podcast this week. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you haven't heard the podcast, we're doing pod, multiple podcasts throughout the week. We're doing that now for four uh, four years. Uh, you can go to our website, uh, financialguysmedia.com, to find out all of our podcasts and different things there. But the Clean Slate Act we talked about. This is, I mean, again, when you just, when you think you can't get any worse, right? When you when you think, wow. Yeah. They got bail reform. Like, what else could they possibly do? <laughs> oh, oh, just wipe their records clean. Oh <laughs> my beer! Seemed like it would make a <laughs> oh my beer. It's insane. It's have you seen this? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think. I think you're right. As soon as you think it's about as absurd as it gets, it gets a little more absurd. You know, to the point where you go, "Whoa, I wouldn't have seen that one coming." You know, th- this gets to the point though. We used to all agree on certain things, like. Criminals should be held accountable. Criminals should be off the street. It should be difficult for criminals to get out of jail. It shouldn't be easy. They should show, like, years of good behavior and years of reform, and then maybe you get them out of prison. Well, now it's the complete opposite. It's like, look, Glenn, you've said it. Up is now down. Left yeah. is now right. And, and if you don't like it, then you're either racist or xenophobic or homophobic or whatever else you want to be called. The state actually, I mean, they reward anyone who does it wrong. You do it right, not no. Well, no. Look at the look at the marijuana licenses. I mean, didn't that literally mm-hmm. go to people who had prior convictions for drug related, uh, you know, crimes? Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. that's you know, I mean, these are coveted licenses in, in most states. I you know, it, I mean, you're talking about okay, we're going to reward people who were arrested for breaking the law. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is the logic Absolutely. behind that? Well, they knew what they were doing. I mean, I. Because because they were oppressed, because it was all these evil laws that put them behind bars. No, how about your actions? 
put you behind bars. And actions have well, consequences. Last time I checked, and it's also how I was raised, I guess. Not anymore. N- not with well, correct. Not, not anymore. anymore. Not in New York, as to your point. I mean, up is down, left is right. I mean, if you mm-hmm. are a criminal, you're celebrated. You know, look at the uh, and and by everybody. You know, USA Today's headline. You know, beloved subway performer. I mean, beloved subway performer. You mean the dude that had 45 prior arrests, um, some of which were for violent assaults? I was just going to say, minus the fact that the guy that— That beloved performer? Pounded how many women's heads off the side of a subway car? Yeah, that that, that guy. That one. That That guy. Guys, you'll find solace in this, though. And this is is from an article. This is Catalina Cruz, uh, the bill's assembly sponsor. She says, this legislation is not about criminal justice only. It isn't just about public safety. It isn't just about economic justice. It isn't just about equity and fairness. It's about redemption. So it's about the criminal's redemption, guys. And here, here, this too, you'll find solace in. There are exceptions for the most serious crimes. Most Class A felonies, oh, thank you, which include murder, kidnapping, and terrorism, would not be sealed. And then this will really make you guys feel good. Neither would most sex crimes. So, most. So, most, yeah. You know, so, some sex crimes are like, come so, on. Yeah, like, like, which ones are we going to brush under the rug exactly? I don't Can know. We... Maybe just for those ones that are like a young person attracted, right? I mean, mm-hmm. th- those those are just, that's just a style. It's just a personality, it's right? It's not, it's, it's not obscene it's or disgusting or vile. It yeah. is. It really is. Like, and, and, and you get it, though. You get the, the point here is when they, when they say it's not about criminal justice, of course it's not. Well, it's the opposite. <laughs> no, of it's, course, yeah. It's right. about it's the not, destruction about of everything society. The, the, right. What it's supposed to be yeah, about. Yeah, no, it's not about safety. You're right. It's not just about safety. Right. It's not. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. No. Yeah, so coming exactly soon right. to your kid's school. Oh, you know, <laughs> someone that just got it released or, you oh, know, Lordy. for rape, oh, child man. molestation. Oh, but we can't ask that. Mm-hmm. No. We can't ask terrible. that. And I tell you what, there's real victims of these folks that are being released or, yes. or things that are swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. And you look at what happened in Virginia. Now, the judge just ruled against that poor father. To, if you can believe that, <laughs> the guy I'm talking about in, in Loudoun County, Virginia, where they mm-hmm. had a, a trans kid that went into a bathroom and, and uh, sexually assaulted a girl. They, they denied it. <laughs> they brushed it under the rug. They transferred it. They allowed him to transfer to another school. And do it again. And and the kid did it again, and then the father shows up, and they deny it at the school board, and they and they and they tackle and and now a, a woman I think that he said they called her a, a the b word because she got in his face. Now the this is a father whose daughter was raped, folks, mm-hmm. right? Of course mm-hmm. he's he's and and honestly he was incredibly composed considering they tackled him to the floor because of this lie. Well they they I think she sued him for mental distress because he, he, he called me a name. Mental distress? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? How about he, his daughter? Wait, I'm sorry, but that woman who sued, should, her, her house should be toilet papered every single day. Every day for the rest of her life, somebody should be toilet papering that lady's house, honestly. How do you do that to a father that had their daughter who was sexually assaulted? It's, it's insane. But the judge just ruled against that poor guy. I don't know if he's got to pay some sort of... I'll have to find that article throughout the next break, but... It's just, it's it's like becoming a country you don't recognize anymore on so many levels. It's just so sad. They Let's turn the him into, quick. well, yeah, and they turn him into being the deranged kind of right. right-wing bigot. Right. Yeah. Right-wing bigot. He's <laughs> no, a right-wing bigot. not a good father who was really He was a transphobic, right? Oh, my uh, gosh. 844-434-4TFG. Let's welcome Jim in North Tonawanda. Hey, Jim, how are you? Jim, I can't hear you. Pam, Hi, can Jim. you pot up, Jim? 
Um, yeah, there we okay. go. Now there I got Cowards always get what they deserve. We can whine and cry and miss that or the other, but they're, they're, they have no fear of us. They no, can they do don't. anything they want to us, and nobody wants to fight back. And the few of us that are that have some fire in our bellies, and we do want to fight back, well, I call the radio station in the morning, nobody answers the phone. Mm-hmm. Other people call the radio station in the morning, um, after 10 in the morning, and they get through. I call, nobody's answering the phone. You think they're keeping me off the air deliberately? You draw your own conclusions. But if you're an American patriot and you love your country, they're zeroing in on the patriots. The Hamburg police arrested a Vietnam veteran. Right. Where's the police? Who who are these guys that were at our police department? That's patriots. Bingo, Jim. And for all those that say... Oh, no, they would never go door-to-door and confiscate somebody's firearm. Wrong. Sure they wouldn't, right? Mm-hmm. Just like they would never arrest a mom pushing a daughter on a playground swing, right? They would never arrest a father playing catch with his son in a park, would they? Mm-hmm. They'd never arrest a paddleboarder by themselves out in the ocean because they were not social distanced properly, would they? Oh, but they <laughs> did, folks. They did. All right. Thank you, Jim. We appreciate the call. On the other side of the break, we'll get more of your calls in, 844 844- Four three four four TFG. You've got the financial guys in with Mike Hayflick and uh, Ron Ryan. We'll be right back here on the financial guys media network. You're listening to the financial guys. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All right, welcome back. That's my cue to get out my. Next story. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but the Olympic Committee will be checking folks' underpants for the uh, for qualification on the uh, which side of the aisle you get to compete on. Did you see that? So what does that have to do with anything? No, they are. They're actually uh, <laughs> they're, my they underpants. Are, they are not allowing. Um, <laughs> you must you must compete with your birth gender. I guess I'll say it that way. I thought they were letting you with mm-hmm. your. Gender at the time, well, you know, present day. I don't think so. That's not what I heard. Uh, Am I wrong I, on that? I don't know. I, I mean, well, you know I, what? I, I'm sure they'll change their mind 15 times. So I think we both could be wrong. We might be. We'll see what happens. But anyway, wanted to get that in there. Um, before the break, <laughs> I, I'm trying to get a right white boy the visuals I've got right now. Can we go to a different story, please? All I right, can just imagine though, Glenn. Yeah. I'm, I'm, in, I'm gonna be in the the swimming competition. I gotta line up, and I gotta have a guy, you know, pulling down have, my drawers I, to see. No, what, they have. They have. Uh, what you got? What do you got down there? Is this to check for hernias or you pack no, no, heat? No. Prostate this cancer. This is before check? you qualify, not at the time of the event. Not like, not. Hey, everybody, line up! <laughs> no, no, no. Why don't we just like no, no. Why don't we just swim nude if that's the case? <laughs> no, no, no. Nobody wants for... to see that. No. All right. Oh, my gosh. All right, so moving on. Uh, where was my next story here? Oh, the Trump indictment. I want to talk about that. Actually, yeah. John's got a comment about that. Why don't we bring up John? 844-434-4TFG, if you want to join us, by the way. 844-434-4TFG. John in Rochester, better known as uh, John the Optimist. How are you, sir? I'm going to start using that. <laughs> I like that better. You are the optimist, John. Hey, hey guys. You know, I'll tell you, the real insurrection – not only was the first insurrection happening that happened was in November 2020, 
when they stole the election from Trump. The, the second insurrection, which is even worse, is here's an American icon, federal charges, indicted on 37 different charges. It's outrageous. Uh, mm-hmm. A guy, the guy, when he came down an escalator in 2015 to announce his presidency, an American citizen, an American icon, a guy that built a business uh, from scratch in Manhattan. His dad didn't want to. His dad didn't like Manhattan. Uh, uh, Don had a, Donald Trump had those big borrow and use credit cards to make some big uh, financial killings in in uh, Manhattan. And look what he did. Uh, he was very successful and became an icon. And a and even before he ran for president. And as president, he did a phenomenal job. And during all this, before the presidency, during the presidency, and after the presidency, the FBI, CIA, the, C- the other intelligence agencies, the Justice Department, has uh, committed, I believe, treason on this, this American icon. And I'll tell you, that's the real insurrection. And what happened on January 6th, it should have been worse. If, if the, the, the people knew what we know now, there would have been a real insurrection January 6th. Well, unfortunately, they used that as, the, as their Reinstag, right? That was their opportunity to, you know, to basically, I mean, will there ever be a protest or any sort of a, a right-wing opposition to anything in Washington again? I mean, would you go? I wouldn't. No. I mean, I've never been to begin with because, I don't know, I'm busy like doing things like, I don't know, working, yeah. right? That's, that's what most <laughs> right. of us are doing. And right. sadly, most of the, you had two types of groups of people that were at the January 6th, right? You had retirees, right, for the mm-hmm. most part, people that were have long since retired in their 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. And then you had some, a, a, a group of, of, of younger, uh, I think I'll call them right-wingers, that were probably a little bit far radical, I would say. It probably shouldn't have been there, right? <clears throat> but for the most part, amongst that group that took advantage of those young, uh, you know, right wingers were a whole bunch of feds. We know that for sure. If not, Ray Epps would be sitting in a jail cell right now. And don't tell me, well, he never actually stepped foot on all B garbage. Come on. Mm-hmm. You, he's mm-hmm. on video going, we got to go inside. We got to yep. go in. Everyone's going, no, fed, fed, fed. Mm-hmm. Right? They're, mm-hmm. they're calling him out because they know. Now, the Capitol Police have also now admitted, and we've seen a uh, 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 what do you call it? Body cam footage now, of uh, of Capitol Police having plainclothes people in the in the crowd as well, right? Hmm. Who else was there that we know about? Oh, John Sullivan. Who was he? Well, he was that that left wing uh, BLM Antifa dude from Utah. Who was he in the Capitol with? Now, mind you, he hasn't been charged. I don't think. Maybe he no, was. And he was no, released. He hasn't. I don't know. But who was he with inside the Capitol on camera saying, "We did it. I can't believe it." You know who said that? It was a CNN contributor that said that to that guy, right, as they were in the rotunda on video. I don't think she was arrested, right? No, no. No, just the right-wingers that they could go after that were members of different right-wing groups, like, I don't know, the Tea Party. See, this was – we had a Tea Party 10 years ago, and what happened during the Tea Party was the largest changeover in power in Washington since the Great Depression, right? They can't ever have that happen again, right? And, and they made sure of it, for sure. And so let me tell you something. When you win a full and fair election, you don't have to put barbed wire fencing around the Capitol and the White House, right? That's what they did. You do that in places like Venezuela, right? Right. For a reason. 
for for a good reason. Now going back to Jim and his question, New York, right? New York. What are you going to do in New York? I mean, we know now pretty much. I mean, the data is now there. If you follow anything that Audit New York has done, the fine work of Marley Hornick, they've got millions of extra votes. It's and every time it's the same. Ooh, you were so close. Mm-hmm. I mean, in all seriousness, would you go to Rochester? Or Rochester, you're already in Rochester. Would you go to to to, to D.C., John? I mean, that that was a message. I would consider it. Yeah. Again. I would consider it. Not a chance. The, the, I would the, go. Not a chance. The the, pr- the problem is. Uh, you got Antifa, BLM, and you got plants there that would uh, make make the any protest violent. Right. And, and, and John, FBI. you mentioned don't forget you about the FBI. John, yeah, the FBI is in all those groups. That, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah. Don't forget about the FBI. You mentioned John Sullivan. John Sullivan was the who's an Antifa guy. He was the first person arrested. But I didn't hear anything about his conviction. Mm-mm. Nothing. I'm sure he's sitting in a jail in D.C. rotting away. Oh wait, no, that that's right wingers. I think they let him, they let him go. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I have to look that one up. Just like Ray Epps. Well, Ray Epps. I it's, mean, they didn't even. That, that wasn't even a. They were like, "Thanks for the work, Ray." I love the. Well, we'll have him, we'll have him testify in front of the committee, and then they have this whole show committee. Look, what they're doing to Donald Trump basically is this is a message to everybody else out there, including people like Vivek Ramaswamy. Don't you dare! Don't you dare! Mm-hmm. Right when Trump made the threat of Hillary Clinton because you'd be in jail. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton, I, the look on her face was, we'll see, Don. I, go back and look at that video. I can mm-hmm. see it clear in my mind. Go back and watch the video, folks, when Don, when uh, when Trump says, because you'd be in jail. The look on her face like, uh-huh, okay, you son of a. Mm-hmm. That's what she was thinking. And f- from that point forward, when she lost, she put the wheels in place. That was it. I'm going to get him. And 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 I and well, I'm gonna put and I'm going to put him in jail, and that's exactly what he, he Donald Trump is going to be handcuffed and put into a jail cell at some point. He is going to be convicted by a liberal judge. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an absolute outrage. And then what are we going to do about it? In all seriousness, are we going to vote in mass? I sure as hell hope so. Off are we, the air, are we going to yeah. are we going to demand of people like Kevin McCarthy to say shut down the government? Enough is enough. Uh, what are we going to do? We were saying uh, off the air, Ron and I, like, well, what is the next reaction we, we can have? Like, we are working. We are going home to our families. We are trying right. to, to raise our children and, and, you know, be good community citizens and all that. But what do we do? <laughs> maybe, John, maybe, do you have an answer? What what can we do except except be talking about it and reporting on every, all the chaos? Well, I have I have a a real solid proposal, and that is that if we had a fair media this wouldn't be happening. And I, I say our only chance is to use every moment that we, free moment that we have to spread the word to attack the media. Not physically. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah. point, out I the, mean point out the lunacy. Point exactly. out right. their bias, their prejudice, their left-wing reporting, their misinformation, dis- disinformation, and lies, and ridicule the media. Use the Solinsky approach on the media. That's our only hope, because if we had a fair media, we wouldn't be in this position at all. This country would be running smoothly. This is the things that uh, places like WGRZ are working on. This is their tweet. A viral video claims the blue, white, and pink stripes on the Progress Pride flag represent minor attracted persons. That's false. They did a whole expose on what the flag means, really. Your state is burning down around you. Have you noticed this? Have you noticed things like the Clean Slate Act? Did you want to report on that at all? Maybe just a smidgen. 
I don't know. No, no, we're going to report it. We're now going to be the truth detectors for online viral videos that we think are false. Who cares? Mm -hmm. I didn't. First of all, it could have been that viral. I didn't see it. Right. Nobody saw this thing. I mean, what are you even talking about? Rick, seriously, your state is literally on fire. Right. You're out of money. Right. They're, they're trying to pass stuff that is like literally trying to wipe the slate of violent offenders clean. So you have no idea. But right. Glenn, because mm-hmm. the people Crazy. in this area are like, that's oh, we got a new stadium for the Bills. Mm-hmm. Sure, that, That's all they're focused on. It's like a mediocre <clears throat> football team. Oh, they got a new building. They're not going anywhere. But like you said, all the other uh, stuff that does apply, mm-hmm. the rising taxes, your dollar's not going as far as it mm-hmm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. And all these other fees that get tacked on because you live in New York State, no, nope, it's. It, doesn't matter. I can't wait till that thing comes in, uh, what, a year or two late and 30% over budget. That's my guess. Two years late, 30% over budget. That's the line for the over-under if anybody okay. would like to participate. Okay. All right, we got to take a very short break. Thanks for the call, John. We appreciate it. We're going to come back okay, with Mike guys. Sparaza on the other side of the break. If you need us throughout the week, you can go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. There you will find all of our different departments, including our Social Security claiming strategists, mm-hmm. uh, like Mike Hayflick and Ron Reinstein, but they're not alone. We have other people in the office that, uh, that help out as well. Uh, we have an estate planning department. We have a college planning department. Uh, we have a, a, a home and auto. We'll be talking to Mike next. Of course, Medicare. By the way, uh, Brian Faraci, who heads up our Medicare uh, department, will be on the entire hour uh, of Esther's show at 3 o'clock. So don't miss him from 3 to 4. If you have questions, you can tune in to, uh, to that in the uh, Buffalo market. So uh, check out uh, Brian Faraci on with uh, Tiffany and Chris today on the EG Tech Show. Uh, but, again, go to our website, thefinancialguys.com, for all of that. If you're interested in our media, we do podcasts, uh, Morning Mike's program, uh, three times a week. We have three different podcasts running, uh, including Mike Spraza's uh, interviews. We'll ask him about that next. You can go to our media website to find out all of that and all of our social media links as well at financialguysmedia.com. All right, very short break. Glenn Wiggle and uh, not Mike Lomas. He's off. Uh, Mike Hayflick mm-hmm. and Ron Reinstein in for Mike Lomas. And we'll have Mike Spraza. A lot of Mikes. Uh, Mike Spraza coming up next right here on the Financial Guys Media Network. Join us 844-434-4TFG. Again, 844-434-4TFG. Let's welcome Mike Spraza to the show. Mike Sparaza heading up our home and auto division. Give us 14 minutes, and we'll shop over 25 companies to save you money. I know you got some saving stories for us, Mike, but before we get there, tell us about your recent interviews. I know you're always interviewing some incredible people each and every week, as well as doing some really amazing guest appearances now. Look at you go. You're mm-hmm. everywhere. I turn on TV, <laughs> boom, you're there. It's awesome. What's going on? Just remember us when you're, when you're in know, the big right? time, okay? <laughs> remember who you knew. You can have him autograph a T-shirt now before he gets too big. <laughs> That's right, right. <laughs> I'll, I'll remember Glenn, but not you, hey, Fletcher. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Ouch! Thanks, nice. Mike. I appreciate. No, it. no, hey, Fletcher, no, I love you. I never do that. I'll be um, keying a I'll but, be keying a car on Monday morning. <laughs> um, That's right. He's got it insured. No, right. Yes. No, it's it's been a lot of fun interviewing people, and, and hey, Fletcher, you and I always say it when we do our podcast, just hearing people in the know and learning from them, and. And getting to know what they know is super important because I think everybody kind of gets pigeonholed into listening to certain people. Going out there and finding people across the country with different perspectives, it's always a good thing. I interviewed a guy named James Bacon. I actually got introduced to him through the Trump town hall I went to. And he was on the Trump transition team, and he was on Trump's initial campaign team in 2016 and 2015. And he kind of told us about the swamp and really what it is. And it's an interesting interview. I did it about a couple weeks ago, but now with the Trump indictment of Washington, it's very interesting to hear what he says about 
the real swamp in Washington. It's a good listen. I talked to Stefan this week about the Vivek Ramaswamy campaign as he is working for Vivek on his campaigning for 2024. And this week coming up, Monica Page on OAN, she will be interviewing with us on our podcast. But I am also going on her show tomorrow at uh, 9 a.m. Eastern time on OAN. So that's going to be a lot of fun, too. We're going to be talking about Trump's indictment and also crack vending machines, because that's a new thing in New York City. We no, talk about that. not actual crack, oh, yeah. though. Crack yeah, pipes. They, yeah, oh, the pipes. Yeah, they, yeah, pipes. they, they okay. actually yeah, provide well, well, lip balm, that's too. Next lip balm that's and going to say, here's some yeah. chapstick along with your crack pipe. There you go. I, I learned. I didn't know you needed chapstick for that. Don't don't, don't hold, hold back. It's, it's at some point they're going to be putting crack and heroin in these machines. Because they'll be sure. safer to use theirs than the drug dealers. So, well, yeah, because theirs won't, theirs won't be cut with fentanyl, right, until it is. Right. Exactly. Yeah, because, you know, government stuff is always so perfect. <laughs> exactly. So so clean. It's always clean. Yeah. It's always That's clean. Right. Yeah. And, and, a, and a pleasant aroma like the like the hand sanitizer from New York, right? <laughs> it's got lilac. 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 Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I tell you tell you what though. That that may have been not, not to digress here for a second, but that may have been the prediction of all time. I'll give Lomas a plug. When he said years ago, mark my words, hmm. we will find millions of dollars of this stuff sitting in a warehouse. And then literally two years later, we find millions of dollars of this stuff covered up with giant plastic tarps sitting out in the field somewhere in a tarmac. Mm-hmm. No joke. I yeah. mean, honest to God, that was, yeah. like, spot on. So, anyway. So, Mike, well, tell that, us that, about that, savings that this many week. Other things. That many other things. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I actually want to say about savings, I want to talk about something else that, you know, sometimes we don't talk enough about. We had a client that uh, owns supermarkets. And she was looted in December because of people like Mark Polonkars telling the police not to go out and, and be around due to a snowstorm. Her, uh, her, one of her stores was looted. There was $160,000 of claims damage due to this looting between loss of goods, the, you know, all her computers and registers were broken, $160,000 of damage plus at her store. The company oh dropped her. Dropped her insurance, so we had to place it somewhere else. And, again, it's not her fault. It's not the insurance company's fault. They had said, look, this is part of our guidelines. we got to do what we got to do. The reason I'm bringing this story up was we were able to find her insurance again because we needed to because that's what we do for our clients. We found her another option, which we'll have to deal with for a year or two. We had two options. One was going to be $30,000. The other was going to be twelve because we shopped around. We got it down to the twelve. But it's really important because sometimes things are outside of your control. And this is an example of that. Bad decisions by government caused issues with clients, businesses, again. And we had to find her a better option for her insurance. And I'm bringing this up because it is so important to make sure you work with somebody that can find you options when things don't go your way and when things are outside of your control. Yeah, otherwise it's in your court then, right? Now you're making phone calls. Now you're shopping it around. Now you're calling multiple companies. Who wants to deal with that? I say the same thing with Medicare. Like, why bother? Like, you, there's Medicare, you know, brokers out there now. You can they'll shop it for you. Same thing with home and auto. And, Dude, let somebody else do the work for you. That's just it's just the easier way to go. And I mean, again, we have we say 25 companies, but we've got like what 30, 30 something like that now. Way more than that now. So there's a lot of opportunity for us to look at different things. And when something doesn't go your way and you do get dropped like i was also dropped uh you know you have somebody right there to pick up you know pick it up and take care of for you say yes you were dropped but i've already got a solution for you and then you can move on with your life and glad if i could just follow up on that to the point of how long it takes 
because we work with a lot of different companies, Alec in our office spent two to three weeks working on this, trying to get it right for the client, right? So it is not just one phone call at all. It's all fixed, right? It is, it's a lot of back-end work. And if you're doing that as the client, it is a lot of work and you're not going to necessarily have the expertise to know where to go and what to do. So the time is another thing that I didn't even say, and that's a great point, Clint. Right. And then also the thing is what to ask for. We start thinking the commercial stuff. Now now you start to wonder about coverage and things like that. So do yourself a favor. Give Mike a call at the office, 833-FIN-GUYS. It's a free phone call. It's easy. 833-FIN-GUYS will help you out. And, uh, and of course, then you get access to the rest of our services as well. We are a one-stop financial shop. So how nice is that? You have a question on Social Security? Boom. Mm-hmm. You got Mike Hayfley, got Ron Reinstein, you got... Uh, who else in the offices? Uh, Boy, we got we got Pierce. Ron Pierce. We, we've got Russ Geyser. Russ Geyser. Um, right. Joe Schrutt now is is actually yep. a strategist. Like so, we're all we're all in it together to help people. And I I think to Mike Sparaza's point and and to your point, Glenn, you and Mike formed our company years and years ago with the the vision of being independent and also of having a team of specialists. And that's exactly what we did. And and you did, you know, to your credit. And um, you know, we all can help, you know, each other, but help clients in very, very unique ways. Right. So if we can help you, 833-FIN-GUYS. And our office number, 833-FIN-GUYS. Or go to our website at thefinancialguys.com. Mr. Mike, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have a great rest of the show. All right. Have a great one. If you want to join us, 844-434-4TFG. Again, 844-434-4TFG. Let's sneak in one more phone call here if we can. Let's go to Lorraine, who's got a comment on January 6th and President Trump. Lorraine, how are you? Thanks for holding. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for your show and, and the work you're telling about. Um, quickly, I want to get this thought really out there. Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley were going to present um, certain evidence about the elector, um, electors or whatever they're called. And um, it was to our advantage to have nothing happen to destroy that day because it was our last real chance. And I don't see why Trump doesn't just use that as an argument. He's the one who stood to hurt the most if there was a riot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't think he's got a chance to really say much of anything. So uh, he did a good job in the town hall. No, that's true. I mean, he did a good I mean, they, like, well, during the town hall, he did a decent job where he said, well, why didn't you come out and stop? Because, wait a minute, I did. Like, here's my tweets. Here's the time that I put this out there. They took him down, right? So I think he's done a good job, you know, playing before. that side of it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the night before. Exactly. And the night before yeah. when he yeah. ordered the troops and they wouldn't let him come. Well, the truth is on his side. I, but again, you know, does that matter with a liberal judge? I mean, a liberal judge in D.C. just ruled against a father whose daughter was raped because he, I don't know, uh, emotionally scarred yeah. the, the, a, a lady who deservedly, from what I saw, should have been called a lot more than the B word. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So, yeah. anyway, I don't know. It's just terrible. A school board attacked him, the father, instead of uh, correcting the yeah. rape problem. Yep. Just horrible. Yeah. Just absolutely terrible. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Lorraine. I appreciate it. Let's sneak in. Uh, well, I'm not going to sneak in one minute. Kevin, hold the other side of the break. I'm not going to try to st- force it in this, this hour. Uh, on the other side of the break, guys, I've got a couple of audio clips I want to get to. There's uh, some sound clips I want to play for sure, including one with uh, Maria Bartiromo where she just really takes Kevin McCarthy to task. The answer from Kevin McCarthy is just pathetic. I mean, they've got this new uh, idea together. They call it Limit, Save, Grow. Right, they think it's the same thing as a contract with America, mm-hmm. except they're not limiting anything, they're not saving anything, <laughs> and they're growing the hell out of the size of government. So, you know, just because you say it doesn't make it so. Right. So the last part was okay then. 
Right. They got the last they said grow the economy. It's not a lie if you believe grow it. The, grow the government. It's not a lie if you believe it. That's right. <laughs> On the other side of the break, I also want to talk to you guys a little about Social Security. Since I have you in studio, a good opportunity, as well as the markets. Markets seem to be stabilizing a bit. We'll talk a bit about that as well. Of course, we can take your calls and questions uh, on the market or Social Security if you have Social Security questions. 844-434-4TFG. We have an entire another hour to go, uh, so you're not going to want to miss it. Um, other things on the other side. Where would my notes go? Um, oh, Charmaine the White House at 2.30. Oh, Charmaine at 2.30. Yep, she'll yep. be in as well. We're going to talk about small businesses. Yep. Um, we'll talk about this on the other side of the break. This is lunacy. The White House is, is requiring masking and social distancing for some of the athletes that it recently invited who are unvaccinated. I mean, what that, happened to that, follow the follow that, the science, follow the facts? Remember that? Yep. My, they could my be jaw dropped from it. That. Maybe my jaw shouldn't have dropped it when I read it, but I was <laughs> like, wait, wait, no, no, no. This must be an old article. This must right. be this must be something retweeted or something. And I'm like, no, nope. it's not. It's new. It's insane. Follow the facts. Oh, oh there he is. <laughs> Come back. Follow the facts. <laughs> when they tell you that this is a fact, this is based on science. When John Kerry comes out and says, we now know that because of uh, mm-hmm. uh, 115 different climate scientists, it's a lie. We know it's a lie. Yeah. All right. Hold another hour to go. Don't turn the dial. 844-434-4TFG if you want to join us. You've got the financial guys. We'll be right back. On the other side of the break on the Financial Guys and Media Network. We are the Financial Guys, the place where politics meets money. With local financial experts, Glenn Wiggle. This guy clearly looks like a dude. And Mike Lomas. The New York Times defending him. They said he was a stroke of genius. It's the Financial Guys radio program. As soon as some liberal who's sitting in his underwear eating Pop-Tarts in mom's basement goes, I don't like that show. And they hired him just because he dressed up like a girl. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. That didn't work out so well as far as uh, the hiring goes. And uh, I don't know. That was like a Coke moment there uh, with Budweiser. I'm not sure they're going to recover any time in the next uh, several years. But anyway, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, actually uh, Mike's, uh, Mike's brother, Mike Hayflick and Ron Reinstein in studio in place of Mike Lomas. Mike Sparaza joined us in the past hour uh, talking a little bit about home and auto and the fact that he will be on OAN again tomorrow. Don't miss him. Uh, was it 930, guys, did he say? Oh, I don't know if he Ooh, said. I'll, I think I'll it was 9, 9, 9.30 tomorrow, OAN. Our I think he said 9 in the morning. Barza. 9 in the morning, yeah, that's pretty cool. So he'll be on again talking about uh, the border and uh, all kinds of uh, the Trump indictment, things like that. So <clears throat> Trump indictment, by the way, just unreal. And I'm going to go back to the phones in a second. You want to join us, 844-434-4TFG. It's like every time a bombshell comes out about Biden, right, mm-hmm. they do something to go after Trump. So, you know, uh, oh, the, the laptop, assumed, uh, the, I guess the FBI lost it. Oh, they didn't lose it. We have some, some you know, oh, well, I guess, uh, you know, we'll have New York's attorney file charges. Okay, that didn't, okay, he, you know, whatever. Now, now we have this other civil lawsuit. Now we got this, you know, whatever, 1937, I don't know what it is, you know. It's just a joke. It's all a joke. So what what are they hiding now? What What else came out this week? Well, more stuff on the Biden family, amazingly, right? So mm-hmm. apparently, um, you know, this stuff that uh, – that they've got coming out of this uh, whistleblower is pretty substantial. So let me just read some of this. This is uh, this is pretty interesting. So with indictment, this is from the um, uh, Daily Mail. With incitement uh, news flying around the media like crack rocks at a Hunter Biden slumber party, one would <laughs> one would be excused for failing to fo- uh, to follow the biggest news out of the nation's capital this week. Uh, low battery. After all, for the first time in history, a former president and current White House hopeful has been charged with federal crimes. 
Uh, sure, it's a big deal, but there's another story uh, to watch, one that Democrats are working overtime to sweep under the rug. On Thursday, the FBI begrudgingly delivered to Congress a document that Republicans say reveals the testimony of a trusted and highly credible informant who alleges that President Joe Biden is tied to a criminal bribery scheme involving the Ukrainian gas company Burisma. You remember Burisma? Mm -hmm. It's the corporation that handed Joe's derelict son, Hunter, giant bags of cash to sit on their board, even though he had zero experience in the industry nor any discernible value as an employee. But he's the smartest guy that he knows. That's right. So two congresswomen who have seen uh, this closely guarded FBI forum say that it reveals allegations that uh, Ukrainian oligarch Mykola Zavshevsky, uh, who owns Burisma, paid Hunter and other unidentified member of the Biden family $5 million apiece for their help quashing a, a, a corruption probe of his company. Uh, let's see here. Going on now, I know what you're thinking. It's a bit far-fetched. There's no way Biden would be so blatantly underhanded. It's almost as if someone had to- uh, uh, told you that Hunter was a recipient of golden showers from prostitutes in a Moscow hotel, right? Frankly, I tend to agree with you if these allegations came out of left field and were completely disconnected from the facts. Uh, But the reality is that this story fits like a laser-cut piece into a jigsaw puzzle of the alleged uh, Biden family corruption. Let's start at the beginning of the Ukrainian saga. In 2012, Ukraine's prosecutor, General Viktor Shokin, launched an investigation into Burisma, a holding company for various energy exploration and production companies operating in the former Soviet satellite nation and around the world. Shokin was reportedly looking into how Kiev-based firm uh, had secured permits to uh, access natural uh, resources in the notoriously corrupt country. Two years later, the firm uh, brought Hunter Biden on board, despite his conventional uselessness, at an incredible rate of $83,000 per month. By 2016, a time when Hunter admittedly was smoking crack every 15 minutes, Shokin had been fired. And, of course, you remember that, Mm -hmm. right? Biden famously on tape in 2014 said, if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting a billion dollars. That's right. right. And so guess what happened? They fired the prosecutor. Lo and behold, there you go, right? And uh, and yeah, and that's and that's how we are where we are, right? So, you know, so this so it's, every time something comes out about you know what they're getting closer on Hunter, they're getting closer on the, the you know the Biden the, the Hunter Biden laptop. You have multiple people that were partners with Hunter Biden that have testified about this stuff, right? You've got documents that the FBI tried to hide. Right. We have uh, 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 Joe's own words saying, you know, uh, bragging about the fact that he withheld the million dollar or billion dollars. And he said, you know, famously saying that if you don't fire the prosecutor, you're not getting the money. I got six hours before I leave. Wouldn't you know they fired the prosecutor? Right. (laughs) I mean, the corruption here is crazy. And yet you're going to indict Trump because he had boxes of of uh, uh, allegedly classified and i love the left oh my god these were this is in his bathroom it was so damning these are national secrets <laughs> are you kidding me hillary Cl- had a, hill, a hidden server in her closet in her bathroom that we know was accessed by foreign adversaries then she turned it over to her attorney who deleted thirty-three thousand emails and she and charges i mean how about destroying evidence as charges how about turning over emails? You turned over classified emails to a non a person that did not have access to look at classified information, your attorneys, right? What is that? <laughs> and allowed them right. to make the decisions on what they were going to turn over and what wasn't. 
I'm telling you, folks, when they guys, when they when 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 President Trump said we could you'd be in jail. Right. And the look on Hillary Clinton's face was we'll see. We'll see. Right. This is I got to be honest. I think Hillary Clinton and, and her contacts with the deep state are all over this. And I think this is absolute retribution because they cannot let Donald Trump get anywhere near the White House. Now, the next guy is Vivek Ramaswamy. Right. And I've said for a while now, I know that, you know, some of us like us, Braza is 100 percent in for Trump. I'm a platform guy. And I said for a while now, I'm waiting to see who's got what platform. Vivek Ramaswamy has been the only guy that's actually said, I will eliminate the FBI. Right. He may have said restructure. I don't want to hear restructure. I want to hear eliminate. I haven't heard any other candidate even talk about the deep state. Maybe they're maybe they're petrified like Chuck Schumer is of them. I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, you know what? Uh, you, <laughs> the the left they don't even just ignore a lot of the story now. Now they just sort of pile on with their smugness. And Rachel Maddow, Lawrence O'Donnell, literally talking about is this something that that maybe Trump now in exchange for him dropping out of the race? Maybe the maybe they'll drop charges if he just agrees. You know, th- right. this is like you said it, Glenn. This is massive corruption at levels that are unheard of. And and it's it's just being taken for granted now. Wait, so former president leading candidate to run for president on the GOP side again on scam charges. Are are we going to let him politically negotiate out of being charged so he doesn't run for office? Like this is is this even yeah. banana republic that yeah. Glenn? This is maybe worse than that. What's worse it than is. that? I don't even know. No, this is this is where we're at now. This is where we're at in this country is is, is absolute banana republic. This is no question. And it's just sad. I mean, it really is sad. Our, our founding fathers did everything they could to protect us from this. And if we don't get these elections back mm-hmm. and we're not able to uh, elect our way back to holding our elected officials accountable. And when I and, and, and even I'm not talking just about electing Republicans right now, most of Republicans are absolutely useless. There's no question about it. They're useless. Kevin People McCarthy the win. They, is useless. They, they just will. They, they think, I think that if, they go, if they mm-hmm. go along with, you know, Democrats, it's like, oh, you'll have our back on this next one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. That's right. It's all scripted. It's, it's like it's, it's like wrestling. Like it. it is just like wrestling. It's like WWF. That's it what is it feels all like. Yeah. Scripted. You got your heels. You got your baby faces, all the above. Mm-hmm. And it is so scripted. And that's where for me, it's like, oh, you know, I read in a lot, but it's just it's all a script. It's a grift at our expense. They don't care about us, and they don't have any dominion over our lives. They shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Where it's yeah. like, you know, I know I'm going to have to pay taxes. Here you go. Cool. But other than that, I'm good. Yeah, well, <laughs> not for long. I mean, that's, that, that's just the problem, Ron, is that you think you're good. See, you want to be good. But they think uh, otherwise, right? They, they see. You're not smart enough to run your own life. This is what they believe, right? So, well, they're going to they're going to tell you, you know, they're going to tell you at some point that your your kids probably have to have a COVID vaccine if they want to go to school, or God only knows what the next thing is. I'm telling you, one of the next things is going to be. And this is going to be a nationwide movement. I'm just waiting for this to come out. Is a, a, a move against homeschooling. Because this is where they're winning, right? And I've said this now for a while. While the Republicans are working on the next issue, the Democrats are working on the next generation. And Mm -hmm. they have done an amazing job in taking over these school districts 
and brainwashing these kids. Those, in, by the way, that are that are defending this stuff, I don't know how you defend it. I, I you know, how you defend some of these books in schools, I don't because know. Because they're brainwashed. How, you inf- how, well, how do you defend to, you, you know somebody telling your son or your daughter that they're the oppressors and the reason that somebody else is is failing in life? How horrible is that? It's bad enough to tell somebody you're going to fail in life because somebody else has the keys to your future. But it's equally bad to tell a child that you're going to cause somebody else's failure in life just simply due to the fact that you're a white person. I mean, this is the kind of garbage that they're twisting our kids' minds with, sadly. Mm-hmm. And kids are so impressionable, it doesn't take long before they just believe it or else they're afraid to to disagree or speak up. Or, like, ask questions. Totally agree with you. You're like, no, that doesn't sound right. Well, it is right because this is our textbook, and it says this is what happened. Right. And that's the thing. 115 scientists agree, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the consensus that comes around due to suppression of, you know, having a different view. Yeah, that, that sounds right. But I had this discussion the other day with my best friend, and, you know, we're 43, and I even said, I go, like, if you think back, like, now, going back to high school, even before then, how much stuff even then that we were taught mm-hmm. was even truthful, half truthful, yep. a quarter truthful? Yep. Because none of this today, it, it's, it's like how it was back in, you know, the communist countries. Mm-hmm. Where there's well, like- how about how about some of the stuff that was absolutely useless? I was thinking about this. Funny you mentioned that. I was thinking. I don't know what made me think about this, but I was thinking about this this morning, and uh, maybe it was a video I saw or something. But I, I learned how to how to put. Uh, and Mike Hayflick, you might remember this, Ryan. You're probably too young. They taught us in middle school how to use a old fashioned uh, typesetter. Right to to put each letter in, and we made our own business mm-hmm. cards. Remember that? Mm-hmm. We, well, I we didn't talk do that. about right because you're you're too young. But talk about backwards looking. Like, why don't we learn how to shoe horses, too, right? And, and that's fine if you live on a farm, right? But in all seriousness, like, yep. uh, so on the one hand, uh, we were learning how to use, I was taking a typing class where we, were, we just got electronic typewriters or, or electric typewriters, mm-hmm. right? Not computers, electric typewriters, meaning electric-assisted keystroke, basically. So you didn't have to hammer down on the stroke to hit the paper hard enough, right? right, right. So in the one room, we're embracing the future with the electric typewriters, but in the next room, we're going throwback and learning how to use piece-by-piece typesetting machine to print our own business cards. Like, what kind of useless <laughs> skill is that? I mean, are you just taking up time? Was there nothing else useful that you could have taught me at 12 years old? I, I feel like maybe small engine repair or something. I don't know. Right. Maybe balancing a checkbook. You maybe understanding credit. I don't startups. know. Well, even the right, even, <laughs> but even the home ec class, at least that was you know teaching me how to sew and bake. I mean, those are those are important. That things. is I mean, so applicable. I mean, I can sew that's a, a skill button set. like a pro. Oh, that's go. right. I, well, hey, I'm proud of that. That's a skill. It's a useful skill, right? Yes. But but using the old fashioned like, I mean, what are we going to go back to? Uh, I mean, this is like old German, uh, you know, printing uh, uh, you know the, the page of the Bible out. Like, what are we? <laughs> it was it 15th century? What are we doing here? Like, what is this? Anyway, all right. We're going to take your calls on the other side of the break. I promise, Kevin, I will get to you. Janet, you're up on deck as well. And then uh, Charmaine will be at the bottom of the hour. Don't miss that. And we'll take more of your calls and questions. Also, if you have them, 844-434-4TFG. I'm going to ask you guys as well about some Social Security on the other side of the break. Mm -hmm. And I still have those videos to get to as well. Again, 844-434-4TFG. And if you just throughout the week, 833-FIN-GUYS or thefinancialguys.com. All right, very short break. Got the Financial Guys and the Financial Guys Media Network. He's spinning out of control. We're going to seize their yachts. <laughs> yeah. And chaos reigns supreme. 
two men will arise. Mike Lomas. It drives the liberals crazy. Glenn Wiggle. I will debate any liberal you want. College professor, doctorate, I don't care. Financialguysmedia.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and we'll see you Saturday. All right, welcome back, Financial Guys. So they're, uh, we got to work on some of these... Uh, a little bit of music for the bump would be ideal. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> you drive bumps today, like, and go. Like, oh, 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 here we are. All right, welcome back. Financial guys. Yes. Glenn Wiggle and Mike, Mike Ablick and Ron Ryan's side in studio. 844-434-4TOG. Hey, you know, Glenn's been off for a while. You know, Mike Sparazzo hosted last week, mm-hmm. and it was fun. And uh, so, hey, let's let's throw some dry bumps let's in there. Some... Keep my eyes toast. <laughs> Why not? Don't Why not? Go, don't, go, don't go taking any naps over there, Glenn. They don't do that for Lomas, I don't think. Do they? Or I don't do they? know. Maybe they do. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. They play Def Leppard into the segments, I think, do. for Lomas. I don't know. All right. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, before I forget, if you need us throughout the week, folks, 833-FIN-GUYS. Again, we are a one-stop financial shop, one of the few uh, that I've ever heard of, actually, where we can handle not only your retirement planning, your Social Security analysis, your investment planning, uh, your Medicare, uh, what am I missing? Uh, you know, it's about home and auto. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, state plan, uh, you know, insurance needs, you know, uh, money management, uh, money management, all, all, all the way around the, the, the uh, pretty much everything you can think of when it comes to, you know, personal finance and insurance, right? So you can use us as a resource if you think like us, and we actually do mean that. Eight three three Fin Guys, thefinancialguys.com. It is of no use to send us a thing that says, "Well, I have a million dollars, but I'm a liberal. Will you take me?" The answer is no. Mm-hmm. The answer is no. If, I'm you're sure just short of the minimum. You're just short. It's like the it's like elections in New York. Oh, so close. Oh, close. You just voted Republican, maybe. Although I, again, I'm not even sure I can say that anymore. I, you know, I hate to say that, but I mean, I look at half these Republicans, like Kevin McCarthy. I'm just disgusted. I really am. I, I mean, I, I I don't see. I, I look back at the '90s and I'm like, well, Democrats in the '90s were more conservative than the Republicans today. Yeah. There were some mixed ideas about that whole debt ceiling crisis being averted, I guess we'll say. And and when I heard that Joe Biden was was sort of pleased with Kevin McCarthy, I thought, "Whoa. Yeah, we're done. It's 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 uh be afraid, be very afraid." You know. I think they have a huge view of themselves and say, "Oh my god, we can't possibly shut down the government. What would Americans do without us?" Mm-hmm. That's probably this thrive. Is, yeah. That's well, that's how they think. Yeah. But think about this. You know, if to to prove that that theory for a second, right? What has been the largest growth sector out there in the of, of, of all the S and P sectors? Let's say, what's been one of the largest growth sectors? Say the last twenty. Oh, years? Th- this year? No, in the last twenty years. Let's say in general. Uh, technology. Technology. Bingo. And what is the least regulated sector in the last twenty years? Technology. <laughs> right again. Surprise! Surprise! Right. So, so you could look at areas where the government gets heavily involved. God forbid it subsidizes mm-hmm. something. Oh, God help us. <laughs> and the costs get out of control, and innovation just ends, like stagnates energy. completely. Like energy. Right? Like energy, right. Clean, right. clean energy. Yep. Solar yeah. Solar energy. Can't force Windmills. It, right? yeah. Anyway. All right, let's get to Kevin, 844-434-4TFG if you want to join us. Kevin, who's been patiently waiting uh, for Pebbleton, how are you, sir? Hey, how are you doing, gentlemen? Can you hear me? Yes, yes I sir. can. Okay, good, good. Hey, look, I know you're up towards uh, uh, commercial break and all that, but please bear with me. I want to mention a development with New York State Audit, which is good, mm-hmm. folks, that you mentioned earlier, okay? But before I do, I have a bone to pick with Glenn Wiggle. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. If you don't mind. <laughs> sure. You, the last time I, I called in and I mentioned the latest shenanigans going on in Niagara County, and I mentioned that the feds will most likely come in. The FBI, your favorite group, 
by the way, Mr. Wiggle, I agree with you. I'm waiting for someone on the platform nationally to say they're going to dismantle it. You, you've convinced me, okay? But when I call in and I mention about the latest shenanigan happening in Niagara County, which Democrats don't run, by the way, and I said the feds are going to come in, and then we're there and say, you know, I, I heard you get together and say, hey, the feds are going to come in, you know, the feds, the FBI. I mean, come on, man. That reminded me of, remember Beverly Hills Cop with Eddie Murphy? The uh-huh. first one? Yep. Uh, yes. Yes. It, That's it, a great it, movie. Turned up at, yep. At, at, uh, it turned up at the location, <laughs> or, you know, yes. and yes. there was a black FBI guy standing by yep. another FBI agent, and he goes to Eddie Murphy, excuse me, sir, you can't come here. And Eddie Murphy goes and says, come on, brother, I know you're a fed, but... Come on, you should be going like, hey man, you can't come in here. <laughs> so anyway, that always reminded me of that Beverly Hills. <laughs> that was a great movie. Right? Yeah, Eddie like, Murphy. Yeah, hey, if you're going to mimic me, come on, come back in and that. I know. Like, <laughs> I can't possibly mimic you. I couldn't possibly. That's the one accent I don't do. I do Bernie Sanders only because I watched the Ant and the Aardvark so many times. Hey, Ant. That's Bernie Sanders. I only yeah. have three homes. If I had a fourth, that'd be greedy. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Doug. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kevin. I know you're up towards the break, but let me tell you something here. New York State audit. Something happened significantly last week, and I know we're paying attention to the flag with hoax. Uh, hoax, I call him Randy Hoax, down in um in in, in, in you know in in Orchard Orchard Park. Um, what do you call it? Um, down there in yeah. Southern Buffalo. Hamburg. But yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. Um, Hamburg. Right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Look, New York State audit. God bless you all. Uh, you know, but. Uh, you know, what you're doing and so on. But as I pointed out, all right, guys, who runs the New York State Board of Elections and every county's Board of Elections? Who runs it? Democrats. The Democrats and the Republican Party corporations. That's what they are. Let's face it. Okay? Right? The parties. Okay? So, um, so a letter went out by the New York State Board of Elections that's Democrat and Republican Party Corporation leaderships telling every um, town, village, and county um, board of election leadership, and uh, including political leaderships, to do not take on the New York State Citizens Audit because they, they are not a credible organization. Of course, they're that criticizing them. Of course they don't want to be criticized. Right. I'm convinced. Kevin, hold that thought because I'm against the break, but I'll bring it back up if you need to, if you want to. But, you know, you. I, again, it. in this state especially, I, I have no doubt that the Republicans are, are just as corrupt as the Democrats in most cases. Washington, it's obvious. All right, hold that thought. We'll be right back. We've got to take a very short break. You've got the Financial Guys right here on the Financial Guys Media Network. You're listening to the Financial Guys. 25 years on the radio now on the podcast. There has certainly been no shortage of material. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle. And Mike Lomas. Already welcome back, Financial Guys. I'm here uh, with uh, Ron Reinstein and Mike Hayfoot today, actually. Mike Lomas off. I'm Glenn Wiggle. And we are the Financial Guys each and every week for 25 straight years. That's hard to believe. I uh, started this show back in the 90s. That's uh, 90s. <laughs> what? At, at the ripe age of eight years old. I was going to say. I get so old. Uh. <laughs> 
I was happened? a freshman in college, starting oh my, my second semester, and I'm just thinking, I'm like, Jesus, where did the time go? <laughs> uh, gosh, <laughs> it is pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, Glenn, I wanted to, I wanted to ask you. So when you do your Barney Frank or or your Bernie Sanders, they're pretty darn close, right? What what's the distinction between those two voices? Well, Bonnie Frank, uh, for sure. Bonnie Frank is more like I'm a fight. I'm a fight is going to get that pesky wabbit, but. Bernie Sanders, he's the ant in the aardvark. Remember the ant in the aardvark? Yes. I'm going to get that pesky ant. Okay. Hey, ant, I'm going to get that ant. And the ant comes along, he's got the voice like, what is this aardvark doing, right? Okay. It was hilarious. But that's Bernie Sanders. Right. But three homes, I'm not a socialist. I'm not I, a socialist. I, at least in Russia, they had lines, yes, but they didn't go hungry. At least they had food. Here, we don't even have lines. They don't even have food. They don't have food. Hey, we have an obesity problem amongst our poor in this country. What are you talking about? Like, right. nobody is dying of starvation. Are you country. fat shaming, Clyde? <laughs> no, but I'm saying, but that's what he said. He goes, yep. I'm telling you what, if you look at if you look at Russia, yes, they had bread lines, but at least people were eating. Yes. <laughs> so that's the had the wait line for toilet paper, but it's okay. Yard. They still wait for Fanny. <laughs> hey, it. Anyway. <laughs> oh, I got to work on. I, I, I don't have my, uh, my Kevin from Pendleton, though, which is, um, I don't, what is yeah. it? Kevin, where, where are you? Bring Kevin back up. Kevin. I'm here. What is your accent again? I'm here. This, uh, not the, not the, I want to say Dominican Republic. Caribbean, That's not it. It, uh, Trinidad, to be more precise. Trinidad, Trinidad, Trinidad. Thank you. Trinidad. Right. Yes, yes, yes. I will work on my Trinidad yeah. for you, <laughs> just for you. So the next yeah, time yeah. I... Go, 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 go to Lomas on that, because he seems to have some Trini buddies, some Trinidadian friends, from what I understand. So All he right. can help you. <laughs> All right. I'll work with Lomas on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Perfect. I, yeah, didn't want to, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off there. We were up against the... Uh, but you were talking about some of the corruption yeah. in, uh, in Niagara County, which I think it kind of goes without saying, I mean, if, you're, if you're from Western New York, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. But what I was bringing up, we were talking about New York State audits and order that they expose. And what I'm saying, this should be a game changer in their current strategy and what they're doing. Listen, no need playing nice now. I'm not saying to be unruly or anything. But the fact is, going and telling them, hey, you know what? Um, uh, uh, You know, we've seen this. They will just make it look like a, 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 a clerical or a procedural error. No. This is our... The fabric of our democracy and to the republic, as far as I'm concerned, because nationally it's happening too, right? Mm-hmm. Where the Democrat and Republican parties control the elections. I don't care. Uh, as much as one cheats more than the other, as you guys always say, the Republicans shouldn't be given a pass. And we're talking about New York State. Mm-hmm. They sent out a letter saying that mm-hmm. New York State audit is not a credible uh, a, a, a group well, then, then, then refute it. I tell you what, if for those that want to say that, then show your data. The, the, go through their data no, no, and no. show well, where they're wrong, right? Then, but prove it, right. though. What I'm saying is if you're going to go out there and say, the oh, their data's phony, okay, fine. Then, then, then you go out there and do your own study, and you point out where the study was flawed. You point out where all these extra records don't really exist because they – they have data. They have records. They don't just they just make stuff up. So, you know, th- this is but that is the playbook of the left, right? Oh, the laptop. That's just Russian disinformation, right? I mean, think about what they did there. Our intelligence agency commissioned, you know, the guy who w- was eventually going to become uh, get a position in, in the in the in the administration went out there and commissioned a hundred or whatever it was other former intelligence officials so that Biden could get a, have an excuse when it came up during the presidential debate, and it did. 
and that was exactly his excuse. Oh, come on. A hundred and some officials or former intelligence officials, including you know three from former CIA, have all said the same thing, that that is clearly has all the fingerprints mm-hmm. of Russian disinformation. When they all knew that it was actually absolutely 100% real because that's how much of a crackhead that the president's son is. And if this was, remember, oh, yeah, they went all but, over but, Trump but, for any sort of uh, uh, overseas business dealings. But that's their argument now, right? Oh, it's it's, it's not credible. It's not. Oh, it's it's been debunked. Oh, it's it's the big lie, right? Twenty twenty yeah. is the big lie. Mm-hmm. This is what they like to do. Is they like to they they they're great at marketing. They're great at messaging. But the fact of the matter is that not a single person. Not a single organization, not not the Republican Party or anybody else, not the Democrats or anybody else has stepped up to say, you know what? I've looked at the data from Audit New York, and here's where I have found where their information is flawed or where their summary is flawed mm-hmm. or where their conclusions are flawed. Nobody said that. All they say is just ignore mm-hmm. it. They're, 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 they're crazy or they're right wing or it's not credible. How is it not credible? Mm-hmm. Explain to me mm-hmm. how specifically, yeah. right? Specifically, tell right. me what about it isn't credible. But you can't, can you? Mm-hmm. I, I'll, anytime you want to come on right. the air to do that. Anybody out there listening, you want to come on the air to refute it, come on the air and refute it. You can't, can you? Right. Well, before I leave you, though. But before I leave you, though, I just want to let you know, though, that, that listen, just bring it back in focus as far as New York State is concerned, right? It is both the commissioner and of both the Democrat and Republican parties of New York State. These are the two commissioners that you have on every board of elections, okay? So the Republicans signed off on that, too. So don't give them a pass on that. No, but all I want to say, though, is as I told New York State audit, I say, you're going to the fox to guard the hen house. But in this situation, you're going to the foxes to guard the hen house of our democracy and electoral process. So we got to change strategy in New York State Audit and how we address this. And by the way, it has been refuted by New York State Audit, and they've replied, okay, but that's not going nowhere. So we have, we need constitutional and state, um, um, we, we need a constitutional reform Okay, as far as the laws that they've both put together in, in the way who manages and who runs our board of elections. And until I think, we've done that, we can't have transparency or accountability. That's what I, I, think. I, th- I think New York is a lost cause. I've said that, mm-hmm. I've said that for over a decade. I, I, honestly, I think, I think New York is, is, mm-hmm. is, is hopeless. I really do. I don't, I don't think – I think the yeah, ship okay. sailed. I, I, honestly, I think the ship sailed when, when Carl lost. I said that when Carl was running. I said that if Como gets elected, it's over yeah. for the state yeah. because it will be, you know, socialism on steroids. And it, it's exactly what we got. And here we are. You know, yeah. we've, uh, we've doubled the size of the budget since. What's that? And that's why Langwood said jump ship. He's sitting right on the wall. So he said, hey, let me become a congressman, join sure. some money, and take care of my piggy bank because he's seen the right on the wall. He is just as responsible for where we are right now. In, in Erie County, Niagara County, and New York State on a whole. Mm-hmm. I say that. Yeah, take it to I the agree. Bank. Anyway, I don't guys, disagree with you that. Have a great day. God bless you. All right, take care, right, Kevin. Appreciate stuff, that. Yeah. I got to work on my Trinidad. I got to uh, make. <laughs> That's right. Did I hear that? Know. By the way, uh, the, the the bottom of the hour news break. Did I hear that? Right, a fifteen-year-old and a sixteen-year-old. Is that what we're talking about now? That are the shooting assailants in the mm-hmm. uh, in the latest Rochester shooting. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's out, I mean, it's crazy now. Yeah. Fifteen hey, years old. Do we want to get to Charmaine quick? Before yes, our break? we do. Hundred percent. Let's do that. Yeah. All right. Charmaine is with our four hundred and one k department. Hi, Charmaine. How are you? Do we have Charmaine? 
Yeah, I think she's Charmaine, on board. are you there? Hello? Are you on mute? There Hi we there. are. Charmaine, I'm sorry to keep you holding. <laughs> we get off on a tangent, I do that. You know me. Yeah. No. Well, don't we all? <laughs> anyway, what do you got for us, Charmaine? Tell us about uh, what's new in the world of 401ks. Well, what I wanted to talk about is is uh, the Secure Choice Act that New York State approved or signed into law in 2021. And what it involves is companies, small businesses, with 10 or more employees who have been in business for two or more years who do not offer a plan to their employees are now required to do so. And of course, the state is offering that plan. Well, we've been waiting and waiting for them to send out their packets companies, and it looks as if it's going to happen. Mm. Um, they, In the law that they passed, they gave themselves two years to get this off the ground. And I believe <laughs> that some of the uh, delay was that they, ex- yeah, <laughs> they mm-hmm. expected this to be included in the Secure 2.0, mm-hmm. and it was not. So now I'm starting to see that uh, between August and October, they intend to get this going. The only thing that an employer has to do to not have to uh, join the state program is to set up their own. Which seems like it would be highly recommended versus waiting for something from New York State and, and being subject to that. Well, not just that. But under the state program, all that an employee can do is contribute on a Roth basis. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to let huh. themselves lose any tax revenue. That's unbelievable. That is, uh, that is crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so the employer gets but, very little benefit at all. The employee gets some benefit, but, of course, not if they want to have any sort of control over their tax situation on a current basis. That's fantastic. <laughs> New York State just assumes they will be living out of New York when they go to retire to use that route anyway, so they're not going to get the money anyways. That's that's honest to God. I'm sure that's part of New York State's mentality, right? Well, by the time they retire, they're going to draw this. They're not going to be here anyhow, so we better tax them now while they're earning it and putting it in because when they take it out, it'll be tax-free. It won't matter for us. And it's got limits on on income, so if you make too much income, too much MAGI, you can't even participate. Oh, good. These are all wins all across the Uh, All wins. All wins. Wins. So, Charmaine, why should people look into you and what your services are and you and and Nanette do? Well, because uh, we can go through with them what the best program might be for them to consider. Plus, uh, there are tax credits available for small businesses who set up a plan and at least have one common law employee. Mm-hmm. And your startup costs for a plan like this are a tax credit, not a deduction, but tax credit, mm-hmm. which actually, in most cases, the first three years, there is no cost to the employee or the employer. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's never been a better time to take the reins and get something going for yourself now. And under a a private plan, or if you put together your own plan, you're not subject to the state program. Plus, you're able to design a plan that not only works for you as the employer, 
but a meaningful benefit to the employees. Love right, it. and if you're an employer, I mean, the opportunity for an employee to put away pre-tax money also gives you the opportunity to not pay tax on that pre-tax money. So uh, there are some benefits mm-hmm. for sure uh, to, you know, maintaining the control over how you set up your plan. Otherwise, you have to order, you know, off of the New York plan, and you get what you get, and your employees get what they get, unfortunately. So, and, I, you know, all the employers that I know, and I know a lot of them, I know a lot of business owners, uh, they all care for their employees like family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the the... <laughs> Right. I mean, and, and so, you know, nobody wants their employees to be subject to a New York state plan if they can all avoid it. And now with the tax credit, it sounds like a great time to to get that done. I mean, basically, you're, you're offsetting it 100 percent because you're giving a tax credit. 100 so percent. That's a that's a huge bonus. So, all right. Eight, three, three. Finn guys ask for Charmaine. If you're a small business owner out there and you're interested in at least having a conversation to find out more about it. Um, you know, take the gun, take the uh, the the bull by the horns, and make your own decisions. Don't be uh, forced into a state plan again. Eight three three, Finn guys ask for Charmaine Case. Charmaine, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Well, thank you all. All right, have a great weekend. You can also go to our website, thefinancialguys.com. You'll find all of our different departments there, including our 401k department with Charmaine and the net, as well as our Social Security department. Now, on the other side of the break, guys, I have to get into some Social Security. I've been teasing that all show, and I haven't had a chance to do that. So we come back to the other side. We're going to talk about some of the inflation riders that go along with Social Security and how that can be a, a huge benefit that I think people kind of forget about. Um, you know, we always talk about that 8% increase if you wait, but I think we forget about some of the colder riders mm-hmm. that uh, that go along with us. I want to ask you guys about that. So stay tuned. If you have a question, 844-434-4TFG. We have one more segment to go. We'll be right back here on the Financial Guys Media Network. You're listening to the Financial Guys. Here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. I got a soft intro for the uh, last segment. Thank you, Pam, for that. I appreciate it. The pulls the uh, the cold start. Ready, set, go. Here we go. All right. Last segment of the financial guys. Glenn, we'll get here with Mike Hayflick and Ron Reinstein. Guys, I've been teasing this all show. I got to ask you about Social Security mm-hmm. uh, in the last segment here. If you want to join us, by the way, 844-434-4TFG, 844-434-4TFG. I want to ask you about the colder riders. We forget about these mm-hmm. things. But with inflation, you know, market was down last year. Inflation was up last year. It's like the double whammy of, you know, erosion of purchasing power. But when it came to Social Security, that didn't really go down, right? Of course, it never really goes down. But, you know, we always talk about, hey, if you wait, you know, you get this 8% increase. But you also get, you know, the, this inflation piece that goes along with it. And I, yeah. I, I thought maybe mm-hmm. you could explain a little bit how that works. Yeah, I'll start and, and I'll let Ron interject. I mean, one of the things that we found is it, it it's almost like diminished. The, the idea of colas by the media. First of all, we're all told that we don't save enough for retirement, right? We get beaten down about not saving enough. And then we're told, well, they do a cola, but it's not the correct CPI that's used. It's called the CPIW. The CP- right? Yeah, the yeah. CPIW. And they say, oh, they should use the one for elderly empl- you know, workers or retired people. And I, I guess you could argue that, but they don't, they don't impress upon people how important the colas really are. So on average, Glenn, about 46, 47 years now, there's been a COLA mandated by legislation. 1975, they said that the knuckleheads in Washington would not have to consider COLAs. It would just be applied if there was an increase on that CPIW. And so that's really good, right? We don't have to always hold our breath waiting. Now, the last two years of COLAs were 5.9 and 8.7%. 
the logic of it is if you have a bigger monthly payment coming from Social Security, your colas will be bigger. And then compounded year after year, you could be setting yourself up for a much, much more fortified retirement with, with a guaranteed inflation-adjusted income called Social Security income. I'll let Ron add a little yeah, more to how thing, we see this. Yeah, the other thing, too, is we, we talk about this in the workshops, is even if you're 62, you're not claiming, and the cost of living adjustments that are you know mm -hmm. issued by the you know Social Security, you still get those. They get built into your full retirement age benefit or your you know your mm -hmm. PIA, your primary insurance amount. So it's not as if that you know if you're not claiming because you're still working or you decide I'm going to defer. I missed eight point seven. I missed the five point mm -hmm. nine. No, it still does get built in there, and that's the thing though too is the I think. I'm to the point where, you know, even when I talk to my daughter, I'm like, look, something's better than nothing. Mm -hmm. And and that's sometimes even if it was like 1.5, because we had a couple of those, you know, a couple of years ago, it's better than zero. And we, there's been, what was it, 08, 09, it was zero. Mm -hmm. And then it was a 2012 or 2015 maybe? was another yep. zero year as well. Yeah. But again, the historical average going back to 1975, as Mike remarked, mm -hmm. when this was passed, you know, without, you know, Congress debating about it. What are we at? Three point oh, three eight. Yeah, three yeah, point eight. A little over three eight. That it goes up over that period of time. And and that's that's like you know I tell my clients, Glenn. I mean, we don't just get cost of living adjustments on our investments, right? You take on risk to be invested, and and getting any type of raise. Most people that have pensions, especially private pensions, mm -hmm. they don't get raises. They're locked into an amount right. for the rest of their lives. So so I think that there just needs to be a more intentional approach to when people should take Social Security, especially if they're married, especially if they've been widowed, and even in the cases of divorce. And, I, and, and Ron and I, we say it all the time, we're not advocates of waiting just for the sake of waiting. We're advocates of you considering your strategies, all of the strategies that might be best for you and your household. Right. Of course, the other income that, that is going to be a part of your retirement solution is also a huge factor, whether you do have pensions yes. or you do have to rely on your investments or things like that. Right. Those are all really important pieces that go into play. Do, does, do people get advice at the Social Security office? I mean, can you call up? I mean, first of all, hmm. is it like calling the IRS? I mean, I've heard stories where I mean, I, I had to go. I literally this is a true story. I had to go to the mall, I went to the Apple Tree Mall Social Security office to, I think it was to get a replacement Social Security card for one of my kids. And no joke, in the waiting room, they had a picture of a person with a, it was a skeleton, sitting there with a number saying, don't worry, it won't be this long. Now, who puts that in their lobby? <laughs> Honest to God. And thankfully, it wasn't that long, but I'm thinking to myself, like, Wow, like, is it possible to call? Is it like the IRS where you're on forever? Do they actually give you advice? Or tell me what that experience might be like for folks I, that are approaching want, that stage. I, I'll start with this, and I want Rhonda <laughs> then maybe talk about yeah. what you actually experience if you do go to Social Security or call the field office. They're they're actually told Glenn and everyone listening not to attempt to persuade claimants into doing anything. Essentially. Do not give advice. They're supposed to follow your directions. So if you go in unknowing uh, how these strategies, how these rules work, you might be getting something that you weren't thinking you were going to get. But if you do call, Ron, what might you experience? You're going to, I mean, again, if you call, the, their phone tree is decent, I guess is the way to put it. I've heard a couple people say that they did the callback. They got one like an hour, two hours later. But just like as Mike shared, they're not there to tell you like, hey, this is the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. You're having too much taxes withheld. 
you know, or even not even the wrong decision. This is a catastrophic decision, right? They're not yeah. there to stop you from doing it. So as we will always advocate, be armed with knowledge, be armed with info, make the best decision for you mm-hmm. because they are not, as I've been saying this all show, the government doesn't care. They're not looking out for your benefits. So just I, be, let us give you that knowledge so you're empowered to make the best decision. We we even with a couple of workshops we've had this year, people like I was ready to claim right right away because they're retired. Yeah. Now I'm considering, and, I, and we share, why does it benefit to wait right. if it does? And I'd so. say this just to, you know, in closing, Glenn, like I said, you and Mike you know, built a team of specialists. Ron and I decided we will be Social Security claiming strategists. We've embraced the complexity, just like many of the other specialists in our office have embraced the complexity of their areas. That's what we've done. And if you just come in and see us for a complimentary consultation, bring your Social Security statements with you. Uh, we can help guide you. We can kind of coach you along uh, into what, what might be the best decision for you. So you can reach both of us at 833-FIN-GUYS. Yeah, arm yourself with the knowledge. I like that. Like, mm-hmm. go in knowing. Because, again, you know, I can almost hear that conversation, right? Should I retire? Should I take it at 62? Yeah, maybe that makes sense. Well, maybe I should wait till <laughs> sounds 66. Good. Yeah, that yeah. sounds good, too. I'm well, what if I wait till 70? Lots of people do that. Like, they get back and forth and just be hilarious. Like, <laughs> oh, man. What about 70? I don't know. Well, it might make sense. Yeah, 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 really? It makes sense. Well, well, which one should I do? <laughs> I don't know. Let's I don't play know. a game of Yahtzee, and we'll whoever wins consider. the game will <laughs> <laughs> Lots of options to consider. That's not an answer. Just give me an answer. <laughs> That'd be a great parody. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we can we can help to give you some answers. We can, but of course, it comes with with some homework because we can't mm-hmm. just. It's not just to pop in and here's your answer. The other thing I want to mention too is that you know friends and family have the best of intentions, but they don't have the best of information, right? Like I just mentioned, we're going to ask you a lot of questions. Your other income sources. Do you have a pension? What do your investments look like? What's your appetite for risk? You know, what, what are the guarantees that we need? Yes. Yeah, what are your cash flow yes. needs? These are all questions that your buddy Joe at work works at the you know at the plant doesn't ask you right mm-hmm. he doesn't know your circumstance yeah. what he's going to say is you know i took mine at 62 because that's what i read somewhere like yeah just, again yeah. do yourselves a favor use us as a resource folks 833 fin guys or go to our website thefinancialguys.com you can even just call us ask us a question or send it through our website and we'll be happy to call you back and get back to you and do the best we can to help you so if again if you think like us use us as a resource thefinancialguys.com or 833 Finn guys. That's going to do it for us, guys. Appreciate your time today. Thanks Thank for you, uh, awesome. coming in. Great pleasure. Mike Kayflick, Ron Reinstein, half of Mike Lomas, I'm Glenn Wiggle. We are the Financial Guys. Don't forget to check out the podcast, tfgmedia.com and thefinancialguys.com. We'll see you next week.